Welcome to the Single to Soulmate podcast. My name is Tanya Alberti, and I'm a relationship manifestation expert and spiritual coach. My sole purpose in life is to help you ditch the dating bullshit and finally call in your sacred union. So if you are ready to be done, and I mean really done, like you are over it, you are done having your heart broken time after time again, well then my friend, you have come to the right place. My goal with this podcast is to help you step into the awareness that not only are you a perfect divine soul, fully worthy of your heart's desires, but that you 100% create your own reality. And yes, you absolutely can manifest a -a one-of-a-kind love. Think of our weekly time together as your go-to for tools, spiritual growth, relationship advice, and manifesting magic. I'm here to give you the tips, the strategies, the insight, and the teachings that you need in order to truly embrace your worth and manifest that mind-blowing connection with that guy or girl of your dreams. Your perfect person is out there waiting for you, I promise. Thank you so much for listening in, and let's get started. Welcome to Single to Soulmate, the podcast that guides you on your journey from being single to attracting your ideal partner and divine soulmate love. I'm your host, Tanya Alberti, and today's episode is all about healing those self-worth wounds and overcoming the limiting beliefs that hold us back in love and relationships. Now, This is something I know a lot about. (laughs) This is something I've struggled with my whole life and really is the main reason why I do what I do when I help people in this area. So if you're frustrated with why you can't seem to attract your ideal partner, if you find yourself questioning your worthiness, feeling unlovable, feeling like you're not enough, then this episode is for you. Um, We're going to dive deep into understanding the root causes of these self-worth wins and explore some really practical steps to overcome them. Now, this is the basis, like I said, of my work and what I do with people because I find that it took me a really long time to uncover the fact that I was sabotaging myself that I was the one creating all my issues in my relationships. And it all stemmed from self-worth. Now, I knew my self-worth was in the crapper. I just didn't know what to do about it. So it's taken me a long time on this journey to really uncover this and unpack this for myself. But I'm gonna do this for you so that you don't have to spend the decades that I did trying to fix this within yourself. So just, I'm sure you're aware that our self-worth is often shaped by our past experiences, right? It's shaped by our childhood conditioning and societal influences. And it's these very influences that can create these subconscious beliefs that hinder our ability to manifest the love we desire. Now, that's the bad news. (laughs) The good news is that we actually have the power to heal and transform these beliefs. It used to be thought a long time ago that, well, actually not even that long ago, that our beliefs, our brain was like, once we were the way we were, there was no changing it. 
that um, our brain was incapable of change. However, they found through um, studies, brain studies and neuroplasticity, that we actually can change and rewire things in our mind. Our patterns, our beliefs, our behaviors that are in our subconscious that run the show can actually be rewired. Now, this is really, really good news because when it comes to manifesting a relationship, it is all based in what you believe and even more important, what you subconsciously believe. So what do you do? Like, how do you get around this without spending decades in therapy or, you know, reading tons and tons of books and doing tons and tons of work? And I mean, I'm not going to joke. It is work, but it doesn't have to be um, 20 years, right? So the very first step, the very first step that I always bring up, and I know you've, if you've listened to my podcast for any length of time, I'm sure this is going to be like, you're beating a drum here. Um, the first step in healing self-worth wounds is self-awareness. It really is. It's self-awareness. You have to be aware that you have wounds in the first place before you can heal them, right? So right now I just want you to take a moment. Take a moment and really reflect on the negative beliefs you hold about yourself. Just take a few seconds and think about, are there any thoughts that are constantly undermining your sense of worthiness? Take a minute and write them down. What do you say to yourself? What thoughts are constantly on replay in the background? And what I want you to do is just kind of acknowledge them. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge the thoughts. But this is really the beginning. This is the starting point of the healing journey. And one thing I used to always do was, I, gosh, I used to judge myself all the time, especially after my spiritual awakening. I'd be like, how can I constantly be having these thoughts all the time? And I'd be thinking things like, you know, I'm such a piece of crap or, you know, I'm too fat. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not pretty enough. I don't look like her. You know, I should have a supermodel body, you know, back in my day. Um, the whole thing was all about being a supermodel, right? Now I'm not so much, but, um, everybody wanted to look perfect, you know, have this perfect bikini body and, you know, be beautiful all the time. These things would honestly always come up and I would always find myself falling short. And then of course I would be judging myself. So pay attention to what thoughts are constantly poking at your sense of worthiness. And when you do discover them, right, write them all down. Like I said, don't judge yourself. Don't judge the thoughts. Just acknowledge them. Acknowledge that they're there. Now, once you've really started identifying these things, and these are where your limiting beliefs are coming from, right? It, it's the constant negative chatter that, that people call it the inner critic. I call my mind my inner mean girl. Um, you know, once you identify that voice that's constantly chattering at you and what it's saying, you can kind of dig up and look at, okay, what do I truly believe? What do I truly believe about myself? And these are the limiting beliefs. These are limiting beliefs. And why they call them limiting beliefs? Because they're beliefs that aren't serving you. They're beliefs, first of all, that are not true, right? Everyone is worthy, regardless. You don't have to do anything to be worthy. You don't have to look a certain way to be worthy. We are all worthy of love, period. There's nothing that comes at the end of that sentence. It's period, full stop. So if you have these beliefs, which I believe we all do, um, it's time to challenge. It's time to reframe them, right? And Replacing that self-doubt with empowering thoughts and affirmations is a great way to start, okay? Now, if any of you are in my Facebook group, you know that I recently did a masterclass on affirmations 
how to use them, why they don't work for people because you're using them incorrectly. And um, if you're interested in going to check out that masterclass, it's up in my Facebook group. You're more than welcome to go join. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, but affirmations that say things like, I am worthy of love. I deserve a fulfilling relationship. I'm enough just as I am. All of these things can help rewire your subconscious mind. Now, the thing is, is you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent. And this is where a lot of people get it wrong. Um, a lot of people jump from affirmation to affirmation. They use multiple affirmations throughout the day and um, they don't use them consistently. What I would love for you to do is take like two or three, two or three, like some of the ones I just gave you, and use them daily, the same ones. Don't keep changing them. Use the same ones. And every time your mind starts throwing something at you like, hey, you're a piece of shit, take that affirmation and use it as armor. Use it as like ammunition against those negative thoughts. So every time that thought pops in your head, you stop and say, nope, I am enough just as I am. Or I am worthy of love. That's not true. I am worthy of love. And at first, it's going to sound like you're lying to yourself. It is. And it's it's okay. If, if it sounds like you're lying to yourself, what I want you to do is say, I want to believe I'm worthy of love. I want to believe I'm enough. Or I'm ready to start believing that I'm enough. Because what that does is it sits better with you, right? It sits better in your gut because a lot of times people will come to me and be like, I can't do these affirmations because I'm constantly feeling like they don't work. I feel like I'm lying to myself. Well, it's gonna because you don't believe it, right? You don't believe it because you believe you're a piece of shit. But when you start doing these, use them consistently. Maybe soften it by saying, I'm ready to believe. I want to believe. And keep doing that. Keep doing that. And use the same affirmations for a minimum of 30 days. You have to use the same ones for a minimum of 30 days. Now, why? Why do you have to do this? Because science has found, brain research has found, that it takes 30 days to rewire a new pathway in your brain. Now, if you're going to kick out old beliefs, you have to do it slowly and carefully because you're going to realize that these beliefs have been there your whole entire life, mostly. Um, you picked them up in childhood, I'm sure. So how you go about changing it is by using the same affirmation, constantly hitting it every time you have that negative thought, you say that affirmation. Keep it with you on a postcard. Keep it on post-it notes. Keep it around your house. Put it on your mirror in your bathroom. You know, um, write it on your hand if you need to. <laughs> but constantly, every time, and just catch yourself. You don't have to do it every single time if you don't catch yourself, it's okay. But do the best you can to really start paying attention to when those thoughts come up. And if you can start throwing that affirmation at it consistently for 30 days, I promise you're going to see a change in how you feel and what you think. It's really important. Give it a try. So what else can we do? So alongside of affirmations, practicing self-compassion and self-love is something that I know people are like, oh yeah, self-love practice, sure. It's like this little pat answer to everything. Like, okay, sure, I'll give myself a facial, I'll get, take a warm bath, self-love. No, what I want you to do when I say self-compassion and self-love is to truly treat yourself with kindness. Treat yourself with kindness. Prioritize your self-care. Engage in activities that nourish your soul. Because by nourishing yourself, you're sending a powerful message, not just to your subconscious, 
that says, I'm enough, I'm worthy of love. But you're sending a powerful message to the universe that you believe in your own worthiness, that you believe you're worth a loving and fulfilling partnership. Because everything starts with your own vibration, right? And you have to believe that you're worthy of love before that can be reflected back to you. Because all our relationships, everything we see around us is a reflection. It's a mirror. It's reflecting back to us our own thoughts and internal state, our own belief. And until you can really start showing vibrationally in your energy field that I'm worthy of love, it's not going to show up for you. Like, there's not a guy in the sky that says, hey, I'm going to punish you and I'm going to let you be single for forever. Or here, um, let me just give you this relationship because you deserve it. And you've been good today, right? It has nothing to do with that. There is no guy in the sky. It's just energy. We are all energy, right? And we all exist in the universe as an expression of consciousness. So as expression of consciousness, you need to start practicing self-compassion and self-love. And like I said, it's not just going and getting your nails done, getting a facial, getting your hair done. Sure, that can be part of it. But I want you to really treat yourself with kindness. Treat yourself with kindness. How do you treat yourself? Again, it goes back to what are those all uh, thoughts on repeat constantly in your mind? What are you constantly saying to yourself? Do you prioritize taking care of yourself? Now, this could be everything. Do you, do you eat well? Do you eat healthy? Or do you eat crap all the time? Do you take care of your body by doing exercise that feels good? Engaging in activity that feels good? And I'm asking this because as a recovering bulimic, I used to punish myself. I used to have such a hateful relationship with my body. I would punish myself. I would abuse my body. I would uh, work out six hours a day. I would, um, I actually ran a marathon on broken bones. <laughs> I mean, I've abused the heck out of myself and that's how I ended up with two hip replacements in my early forties. So how do you care for yourself? How do you show yourself that you care about yourself? Think about that. And then engaging in activities that nourish your soul. What nourishes you? What really nourishes you? What what makes you just feel really good inside? Is it a really beautiful cup of coffee at a coffee shop and sitting there quietly reading a, a great book? Is it um, reading poetry? Is it uh, going for long walks in the woods? Mine, part of mine is going for walks down by the water, by the beach, on the ocean. I just will go and walk and walk and walk and walk. And it is nourishing. It fuels my soul. It, it makes me feel grounded. It lifts me. It makes me feel centered. It makes me feel whole. Those are the things you need to be doing for yourself. Those are the things where you treat yourself kindly. Treat yourself kindly. You deserve it, right? Don't just rely on other people to treat you nice. Start treating yourself nice. Most of us treat ourselves like our worst enemy, worse than our worst enemy. Most of us treat ourselves worse, like think in our mind, treat ourselves worse. We won't even say things to our worst, worst enemy that we say to ourselves. So start thinking about that. Healing these self-worth wounds really also involves addressing past trauma. Um, emotional wounds always impact your sense of worthiness. So I always recommend people seek support from trusted friends, from their family, from professionals like therapists or even coaches like me who can help assist you on your healing journey. 
this is the bulk of the work I do is really looking at the past traumas and scars and emotional wounds that need healing because all that stuff colors your perception of yourself. And healing takes time. So you have to be patient. You have to be gentle with yourself to take, to take the time to do this work. But you don't have to be perfectly healed to be attracting the relationship you desire. That's the one thing that I think people are under a misconception. They think, oh, well, I've got to heal all this stuff first. Then I will attract my man and manifest that relationship. No, you really don't. It starts with awareness, right? Like I was on my healing journey when I met my husband, who is my soulmate, but I wasn't perfectly healed. And we actually had to work through a lot of stuff together before we ended up married and in the place where we're at right now. That first four years of our relationship, we spent a lot of time working through my triggers, his triggers, what, you know, what wounds do we have? But that's the beautiful thing about relationships as once you have a conscious relationship, you can do that work together. It's beautiful. It's very healing. Relationships are amazing for that kind of work. So you don't have to be perfectly healed, but just remember it does take time and you need to start looking at what is impacting your sense of worthiness. You don't always necessarily need to know where it came from, why it's there, but just recognize the fact that it is there, right? And if you need help unpacking that, you work with somebody who can help you. Like I said, you work with a therapist, you work with another kind of professional. Um, I, in my programs, we do a lot of shadow work. We dig a lot into that and we work with your soul. We work with your divine guidance to help you kind of unpack and start healing that. And we use spirit to help heal those things. So there's a lot of different ways that you can do this if you're not necessarily into the very spiritual approach. But um, I always recommend that you really dig in and take a look at this stuff because it's guiding your life. We are all run by our subconscious. Like they say 95% of our day is run by our subconscious patterns. Those beliefs are in your subconscious and those are where those traumas and emotional wounds are stored. And that's what's running your life. And that's what your point of attraction is if you don't change that. So you're attracting based on your wounds. This is why we have relationships that show up and they're like, why am I always attracting people who cheat on me? Why am I always attracting people who won't commit? Or who are emotionally unavailable? Or who are narcissists? Or whatever. It's because there's something deep down. There's a wound that you have that hasn't been addressed that's causing you to believe something about yourself. And that is what you're attracting. Like I said, everything is a mirror. It's mirroring back to you what you need to heal. So really take that seriously. Really take a look at that. Are you ready to unlock the secrets of manifestation and attract the love of your dreams? I interrupt this podcast for you to listen up because I have an incredible opportunity for you. Introducing the Art of Manifestation, the Facebook group that will transform your life. Join me each week as I go live sharing spiritual growth, insightful advice, and powerful tips for manifesting the love you've always desired. In this group, I dive deep into the world of manifestation, exploring topics like releasing limiting beliefs, stepping into the energy of love, and vibrating at a frequency that aligns with your desires. And together, we will uncover the keys to attracting and changing your reality. But that's not all. As a member of the Art of Manifestation, you will have exclusive access to monthly workshops dedicated to mastering the art of manifestation. Now, these workshops are designed to empower you with the knowledge and tools that you need to manifest your soulmate. And here's the best part, because all of this incredible value is absolutely free. 
That's right, free masterclasses, live sessions, and a community of like-minded individuals who are on the same journey as you. So if you're ready to take charge of your love life and manifest your true soulmate love, then look no further. Join the Art of Manifestation Facebook group today by clicking the link in the show notes. And don't miss out on this life-changing opportunity. Remember, your dreams are just a manifestation away. So join me in the Art of Manifestation Facebook group and start creating the love you've always imagined. And I will see you there. really effective technique is journaling. Now I know there was a collective eye roll because I know if you're like me, you're not really a fan of writing all your stuff down, right? Most of us don't want to because we don't want to look at it, right? However, writing down your limiting beliefs and then countering them with those empowering statements and affirmations is, is really powerful. See, what you need to do is start challenging the validity of your negative beliefs. You need to challenge them and replace them with positive affirming thoughts. Now, this is something that takes practice, right? It takes practice. You have to just constantly repeat it and repeat it and repeat it because you have to realize that this has been running like a program in the back of your mind. It's been running for a very long time and it's gonna take time to change it. But unless you actively make an effort to challenge those negative beliefs, they're not gonna change. So. Journaling is a great way to do this because it doesn't only just help you gain clarity around what those beliefs are and how you really feel, but it also serves as a really powerful tool for releasing some of that emotional baggage. Now, another action step you could take is to really surround yourself with positive influence. Now, whether this is seeking out books, whether it's uh, seeking out podcasts to listen to like mine, um, it's uh, sharing in online communities that inspire and uplift you. Um, surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals who are on a similar journey can really provide support and encouragement along the way. This is really key because we all need support. We're not an island unto ourselves. We're not here dropped off on this planet by ourselves with no help. There are all kinds of people out there who can support you and encourage you on the way. People who have a similar journey to your own. Um, there's so much support out there. You just have to ask for it and look for it. It'll show up. And once you start doing that, you'll see what a huge difference that makes. Surrounding yourself with positive influence is key. You know, don't get stuck watching the stupid shows on TV that are constantly going to make you feel like you're not enough. Like you may, when your guilty pleasures may be watching um, whichever Housewives show of the year is on, whether it's Basketball Wives or friggin' Housewives of Beverly Hills or whoever, and you look at their life and you're like, why isn't mine like that? That's not going to serve you, right? It's not going to serve you. Surround yourself with positivity, you know? Really focus on shutting out all the negative things. If you've got to get off social media, get off social media for a while. If social media is triggering you, um, if being around certain friends trigger you, take some time away. Take some time away. If it's your family that's triggering you, my family used to trigger me a lot. They used to say things to me like, oh, when are you getting married? You know, why aren't you going to settle down? I was like 26. And they're like, oh, this is such a nice guy. He's established. He has his own business. He has his own house. Why aren't you going to marry him? Yeah, well, okay. I'm not ready <laughs> at the time. And, um, 
you know, so that was really triggering for me. So stay away from that. Stay away from people that trigger you at least as much as you can and really surround yourself. Like I said, this all's going back to being kind to yourself. Surround yourself with positive influence. Really um, immerse yourself in, in things that lift you up, okay? That's really important. I hope today has served you. I hope listening to this has served you and given you some ways that you can start walking down this healing journey for yourself. And as we wrap up today's episode, I would really love to invite you to take that healing journey to the next level. Now, I've created an eight-week group program at Single to Soulmate. It's kind of um, an intensified version of my one-on-one. And it's really designed specifically to support individuals like you in overcoming self-worth issues and manifesting the love you desire. Go ahead and check out the show notes if that resonates with you for more details on how to join. I just want you to remember, healing self-worth wounds is a really transformative process. It takes dedication, it takes self-compassion, and it takes a belief in your own worthiness. You are so worthy, you have no idea. And by doing the inner work, you're paving the way for a fulfilling and loving relationship to enter your life. But you got to get started on that. It's so important. You got to get started. Otherwise, your outer reality is going to constantly reflect back to you what you really think and feel about yourself. So if you are really desiring that relationship, that soulmate connection, that really deep relationship with that person is perfect for you and gets you in every way, you've really got to start doing this work. You have to take a look at it. Take a look at it. If you have questions, reach out to me. I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to guide you, direct you. If you can't want, don't want to work with me, there's plenty of people I can direct you to. I have a huge resource bank full of connections and people I know, and I can set you in the direction that will best serve you. So that's really it for today. And I just, I'd love to thank you for joining me today on Single to Soulmate. And I really encourage you to take those actionable steps I discussed in this episode and really begin that healing journey. Together, we can really create the love life you've always desired. And until next time, keep embracing your worthiness and believing in the power of love. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you found this conversation to be helpful at all, please make sure you leave a review, uh, put it in Spotify or iTunes. That way I know, I know that what I'm sharing is helping you and I can continue to keep the good things that you're interested in coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, I would love for you to come follow me on Instagram. It's at I am underscore Tanya Alberti. I share all kinds of things there daily from everything from um, developing your intuition to connecting with your guidance to manifesting tips, how to call in relationships, all of the good things. So give me a follow there. Otherwise, you can also find me at www.tanyaalberti.com at my website. And I just want to say thank you so much. Much love to you. I can't wait to see you again in the next episode. And meanwhile, just remember that if you have a desire in your heart, it is meant for you. And your true love, your soulmate, is out there waiting. Have an amazing, amazing day. Much love. Thank you.